Music, reviews, chat, poems, comedy, writing, interviews, ELFM, it's radio for so much more. Hello everyone and welcome back to Eastley's FM, this is the Rec. Red, <laughs> the red kite show and today lineup it's very good lineup we've got interviews with many people like naya and olivia um and we've got here today abriel me we've got caitlin alex mimi joaria and Saren. so how are you all doing yeah good um what about you i'm doing well thanks i'm good um i'm good how about you yeah i'm fine <laughs> Um, and we're going to have a question how we ever always start the show we always have like a question that we always ask to our audience as well and today the question is what's your guys' favourite singer my, I'll go first my favourite singer is personally Mitski I love him with my whole heart love him with my whole heart um, oh my goodness that's really hard <laughs> um, I don't know if it's about my favourite band and that is Lovejoy love their music oh, that's a really good one. I did I liked them like a bit ago I used like one My favorite uh, singer is probably uh, Konga Maynard. Ooh, yes. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm gonna list two because my favorite band is also Lovejoy, but then my favorite singer outside of that would probably be Freddie Mercury. Oh, oh yeah. classic! The classic Jerry. Um, I have like a lot. Um, first, I have to agree with um, I think it was Alex that said Conor mm-hmm. Maynard. He's got a lot of really good songs, and I think um, one of my favorite singers has got to be Ed Sheeran. Yeah, he yeah, does some he's, good ones. He's, he's a good one. You've actually brought a bag here. Yeah, with Ed Sheeran on it. <laughs> um, I think it's very cliched at the moment, but this week at least it changes every week. Um, Kate Bush. I love Kate Bush. Oh, <laughs> great. Is it maybe because of like that Stranger Things? so if you want to get involved and say who your favorite singer is um you can contact the show um on the number zero double seven four nine six nine seven eight nine five that's zero double seven four nine six nine seven eight nine five and we'll love to hear your like reviews, reviews, like favorite singers, <laughs> reviews, five star review for Mitzi. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll read, we'll probably shout you out in the show as the texts come in. And now, before we have an interview with the brilliant Olivia Cody, I think that's how you say your last yeah. name. Yeah, um, Juaria, you've picked a song by This Is How I Disappear by Chemical Romance, yeah. my surprise. And um, how, um, why have you picked that song? Um, because um, we were listening to it um, while we were planning out there, and I just thought, okay, let's just play this. And so, is this, it? <laughs> so this is this is how I disappear by My Chemical Romance.
Right, let's make a jingle for East Leeds FM. So, how are we making this ELFM jingle? Well, I think we just made one. Oh, I don't want to be proud of this either. So that was um, my chemical romance. This is how I disappear, and uh, now in the studio we've got Mimi and Alex, and um, we're joined by Olivia Cody. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. So, how are you today? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Yeah. First, can is is this your first time doing an interview like this? It is. Yep, my very first time. <laughs> We'll start like easy. So, like, so first of all, like, what inspired you to start doing music? Um, well, I think I've always liked music, but it's probably only been the last five years or so that I've really got into music. Um, kind of writing um, my own songs. Um, I did a songwriting course about five years ago. Um, with a really inspirational singer-songwriter called Becky Owen. Um, and she was kind of really great and she really encouraged me to sing my own songs and she got me in on the course she got me in a room with two musicians one on piano and one on guitar and they helped me kind of craft one of my songs and I did my first performance so probably been writing songs for a while but um but I haven't really kind of started singing them um and performing until about five five years ago or so and I'm still still learning a lot now so where does the inspiration for your music come from um God, that's a good question um I think my dad used to play a lot of music around the house um he's a massive Elvis fan he was always playing a lot of Elvis um but kind of lots of different things as well so country music and um, I'm from an Irish background, so we listened to some like Irish folk songs and family um, kind of gatherings. We'd we'd be singing songs like that. So, so yeah, I think that's kind of how it all started. Just playing songs in the car and um, yeah, singing along really. So uh, yeah. Um, yeah, before I ask my question, um, I'd just also like to introduce Caitlin. Um, <laughs> I guess. Oh, so sorry. Caitlin is in the room. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I guess my question is, like, do you remember the first time that you like picked up a guitar? Oh, God, another good question. I think, uh, thinking back, my sister, um, my I've got two sisters, and... Um, my oldest sister had guitar lessons and she used to play guitar so I think I'd kind of seen and watched her playing and then um my middle sister played as well um and she used to teach me a few chords so we'd just kind of be uh be kind of playing around and they're quite a bit older than me so I was the younger sister and um she helped me kind of learn a few chords and once I started I kind of quite liked it. I think I probably had a big gap as well. I played a bit when I was kind of a teenager at home and then I didn't didn't do anything for a while and then picked it up again um, kind of a bit later on after I finished university. So, yeah. Do, do you guys play as well? No. I do. Ah, right. <laughs> so, I, yeah. did, I did keyboard for a bit when I was in, like, year four and then we were here yesterday and they were trying to get me to do piano and I... I I, I don't know if I'd say I was decent. Oh, <laughs> you was good. Not really. <laughs> I think I played about five or six different instruments when I was at school for about 
a term each and then gave them up. I did violin and piano and all sorts, trumpet, and I didn't last very long. <laughs> we also did like ukulele, like back back in like year four as well. I remember. Oh, ukulele is a good one as well. Um. So another question is, why did you want to move to Leeds? Ah, well, I I went to university in Sheffield, um, because I'm from South London originally, so that's kind of where I grew up, and then I kind of went up north a bit to Sheffield when I went to university and then I went away and lived in Ireland for a little while um just for a year and um and when I was coming back my cousins had a, a room in Leeds so they said I could kind of crash with them for for a month or so and that was about 15 years ago and uh, and I haven't left because I think Leeds is great so what is it about like the city that let you like I think I think it's a really vibrant city and it's got um it's got a nice mix of kind of city vibes and you've got shops and cafes and music venues but then um kind of 10 minutes the other direction and you can be in the middle of fields and you've got horses and sheep and you've kind of got that really nice mix of city and country I think that's that's what I love um, would you say that your family would be like one of your biggest supporters on like through your journey with music? Um, yeah, definitely. My my family, um my family are great and they're they're really supportive. Um we have um every Christmas my aunt does like a music Christmas music night. So so we kinda of go along and um and I'll play there. But I think yeah, it's strange because they only found out that I played music or sang at all um about five years ago so I kind of was a bit of a secret bedroom singer and songwriter um until then and then now I've started I'm get my get my mum and dad on zoom when I want to practice things and uh and give them give them a repertoire um and yeah they're great um wait do you have time for another question or sorry um so you mentioned songwriting so what's the um, what's your like writing process like well it's it can be different for different songs really sometimes I think I kind of get inspiration from how I'm feeling or events that might be happening and sometimes I just I find it a nice way to express my feelings I think and it just kind of pours out of me sometimes and then but more recently I've been looking at kind of different technical ways to write songs and um, thinking like watching a film and then going right okay I'm going to write a song about that section of that film or looking at newspapers and getting a headline and thinking just getting inspiration from lots of different different areas Um, so I mix it up a bit I think Um, but yeah like I say learning all the time Um, I'm doing a songwriting course as well so they're teaching us lots of stuff um, and how to structure songs so, yeah, yeah, I kind of mix it up. Uh, so we next have one of your songs, um, which is Dragonfly. So enjoy. It's so strange what we remember. A sunny day in late September 
so familiar Though it was years since I had been Dragonfly by Olivia. So we've got some more questions and I believe Caitlin you would like to ask the first one. Yes. So how do you divide your time with like doing music and then obviously personal life and stuff and if you do any other jobs or anything how do you divide your time? Yeah well I'm pretty busy because I have a full-time job um, and I luckily I'm able to work four days a week because I do full-time hours in four days a week and then I do play sports and stuff as well so I I have because I have a Wednesday off work 
Um, so I tend to kind of use my Wednesdays and my weekends to kind of look at my music stuff. Um, so my, my Wednesdays, my, my kind of music dedicated day and then evenings and bits of weekends when I can fit it in. But yeah, I'm pretty busy because I've, I've got lots going on. But um, but yeah. I mean, it's kind of good that you get like a break in the middle of the week. And um, also, how long do you see yourself doing music for? Gosh, well, I feel in a way, I feel like I've just started on my music journey, really. I think, um, yeah, so I my ideal would be to do music for for the rest of my life. I think it's kind of in my head. I'm like maybe a bit of a retirement plan. But I'd love to be in a little little jazz band, going around doing doing a few jazz jazz numbers to to keep busy in retirement. So yeah, I think I think I think music's timeless. So you can do it as young or as old as you like. So, what piece of advice would you give someone starting to write or make music? All oh, right, great question. I think my piece of advice would be to just go for it. Don't. Don't be worried about what you're writing or what it sounds like, especially to begin with. Um, Kind of feel free to just use it as a way of expressing yourself and, and, and keep going at it, I think. And like I was saying, I think you're never too old or too young to start. Um, and I think listening to lots of music, if you l- listen to lots of other music, it can kind of give you inspiration um, and and help you kind of listen to how s- songs are structured. Um, but I think as well, just keep doing it as well. And don't worry if things like when you first start out, you might write a song and think, oh, that's not that great. But if it's it's for you, it doesn't matter. Um, and I think you just get better. The more you do it, the more you practice, um, the kind of the easier it becomes. And and if you're writing things that you like, then just just keep doing it. Well, that's good. well. It is always nice to like just start off writing, and whatever comes out just comes out, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta start it. There's um, there's lots of online things as well that yeah, you can look up true. that helps as well. You can kind of do find youtube videos of yeah. how to write things and stuff like and that's that. that's why i started anyway is it yeah um we do have one huge ask from you just for one final big stretch <laughs> if you could perform a song live for us because you're what you played earlier it sounded amazing and we'd love for you to perform it live oh thanks yep yeah i'd love to yep did you know you can contact the east leeds fm studio Did you know you can contact the East Leeds FM studio? Get a pen handy. It's not by post. It's not by telegram. And it's not by carrier pigeon. It's via WhatsApp. Send a WhatsApp message to 077 49 697 895. That's 077 49 697 895. The number's also on the ELFM player page on our website. Looking forward to hearing from you. Ah, get away, pigeon! Ah. Okay, this is uh, one of the songs I wrote and it's called Lighthouse. Lighthouse 
has left All alone in the dark on that day When you broke my heart I was scared Of the wind and the rain and your words That left me in chains I was lost Too blind to see through like a raging sea falling down and drowning me I needed a lighthouse I needed a boat to navigate around the words that you spoke I needed a lighthouse, I needed a boat I needed your love to keep me afloat Held my breath As the tide pulled me down, blocked my ears Couldn't hear the sound of your voice As you talked it all through as you said I'm not the one for you spinning down To the ocean Crashing down on my head, close my eyes Would I wake up dead? I needed a lighthouse, I needed a boat To navigate around the words that you spoke I needed a lighthouse, I needed a boat I needed your love to keep me afloat You were gone In the silence screamed out I was left With no sense of doubt what you said it was all true this time we really were through where was the lighthouse and where was the boat at the time that I needed it most I lost my I lost my boat I lost your love That keeps me afloat
drink up, baby. Stay up all night with the things you could do. You won't, but you might. The potential you'll be that you'll never see. The promises you'll only make. Drink up with me now and forget all about the pressure. Try them away. The image is stuck in your head. People, you've been before that you don't want around anymore. That push and shove and won't bend to your will. I'll keep them still. Drink up, baby. Look at the stars. I'll kiss you again. Between the bars where I'm seeing you there, with your hands in the air, waiting to finally be caught. Drink up one more time, and I'll make you mine. Keep you. And that was a beautiful thank you, Olive. Yeah. Um, while you were performing, we had a message in from someone saying their favourite singer is Elliot Page. So that's Smith. <laughs> Words, honestly. Um, so that was that. Um, and now we move on to a slightly different thing. Um, so we found this article um, that lo- loads for UK's re- Red Kite project. I really can't speak. This is going well. Um, lots of the UK's red kites um, are being sent to Spain as a part of a conservation project. Um, there's a big article we found, don't know, but I was just thinking, what do you think about it? So um, me and Mimi did a little bit of research and we found out that they are flying them in a plane to Spain, which, as I know, planes give off some sort of pollution i don't really know i'm not really into that sort of stuff but which means then climate change is getting worse just because spain wants red kites it's just something i'm really confused about mimi what do you think yeah i mean like alex said the fact that planes give off like um air pollution and like fumes it's strange that they're trying to conserve the planet with these birds by flying them over in something that emits the things that are making the planet worse also, it says in this article, um, as you say, saying, um, they're kind of, kind of like really common here because of a breeding program that happened. Um, and I was reading that they mainly got sent over from Spain. So it's almost like we're returning 
them, but a lot of generations afterwards. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of strange, because if you think about it, we're basically just like giving them the same birds that we took from them when we first took them from them. And it's just strange to think that they've asked us to do like what what it's hard to explain do you know what i mean mm-hmm. similar versus the whole argument of like um we're trying to protect nature but what we could we could just let it do whatever but we've affected it so we should try and fix it um so on the idea of birds we're going to go to a song this is three little birds by bob marley Welcome back to the show and now we've still got Saren on the mic and we've got Juaria and we're having an interview now with, I've already forgotten your name, Naya, I'm <laughs> having an interview with Naya, so how are you Naya? I'm good thank you, how are you? I'm alright thanks, um, what brings you here today? Um, so I'm coming to talk about Leeds 2023 
and mm. so I'm pretty sure Leeds is supposed to be the city of culture mm. coming up next year so in celebration of that we've kind of been planning a what do they call it like a summit yeah. like a day of events which is coming up in July the it's, 15th yes. the 15th of July yeah mm. at Leeds Playhouse which, yeah okay yeah that's the plug um so it's kind of like a day we're like exploring like what culture means Mm. to people like specifically young people in the city Mm. so it's like designed for young people like i think we're saying like up to ages of like 25 Mm. primarily yeah um to like get involved and like think about what is culture which is like a really big question yeah that sometimes can be quite hard to tackle and like how people feel about that so we've got like some activities planned. I don't know, Jero, if you want to introduce those. So we've got um, uh, like, so we're doing like a poetry workshop, and then we've got like um, I, I can't what the name for it was. We're doing like this thing with a map. Yeah. And I can't, I cannot remember what the name for this other activity was, where we had um, like the little bags within the phrase. Oh, on the, oh, like um, tote like bag. tote bag printing. Yes. Oh. Like a printing activity. It's all kind of things like like the map, what you were talking about there. Yeah. So we kind of had the idea to like have, we'll either have it digitally or like in person, like a big old map of Leeds and get everyone who attends the event to like take note of like all the places that they like think they enjoy culture. So like yeah. where do you go and eat really good food or like where do you go and listen to music on a night out? And if everyone like contributes, we'll get like a really big picture of like the kinds of things that are going on in Leeds right now and like mm. what people are doing and also like what people want to see because I mm. think it's quite cool that like it's all young people like obviously Jeraria and myself and like a big old group of young people have like been planning the event so like people clearly care about what we think and what we want to mm. see in the city which is like a really cool thing to have opportunities to talk about that so it would be like nice for people to like share how they feel about culture and Leeds. And also, um, I think it's important to mention that um, me, um, probably Henry, and I'm not sure who else, will be doing some, like, um, Vox Pops around, um, like, on the whole day. Ooh. And you also work with someone else who is, like, one of the main people for, like, Leeds 2023. And I apologise if I get your name wrong, but we're also here to interview Laura Rakuten Arena, and hopefully she, like, answers. Is she here? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you loud and clear. Brilliant. How are you? How are you? Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm well. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, thanks. So I've we've heard that you're like one of the head people who like kind of organise this whole kind of thing. So what what do you know fully about it so far? So this is the Youth Summit. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Leeds 2023 first, and then we can explain why we're holding the the Youth Summit. So um, I work for Leeds 2023, and it's an organisation that will be delivering a year-long celebration of culture in Leeds um, throughout the year of 2023. Um, And so we'll be delivering a big programme of large-scale events and creative experiences for the people of Leeds, all communities, to get involved in various different ways. And we want young people, children and young people, to be a really big part of that as well. Um, My role um, is the Youth Voice Manager and I'll be working with young people, um, listening to them and working with them to 
sure that we create opportunities for, the, for them to get involved that they want to see and engage with. So essentially, it's a big conversation, this Youth Summit. It's kind of kickstarting that conversation with young people um, to understand what their lived experience of culture in Leeds is at the moment and perhaps what their hopes and dreams and aspirations for culture in the year 2023, but also beyond what what those are um, and it's a chance for us to, to listen to those and hopefully respond through our programme but we're also inviting other organisations in the city as well um, to, to also listen so that they can also um, be inspired by the young people and their voices in that room as well. That sounds really interesting Um, so as you kind of like hint at culture is like this big thing that can't really be defined and it like different their definition differs for person to person, but how do you define it? Uh, how do I define it? That's a really good question. And, and you're right, everybody has a different answer to this. But I guess for me, I think it's about when you bring together a group of people, I think culture is that celebration of that, that connection between all those people. So it might be that, I don't know, you all have a love of... Um, that a particular singer like you were talking about at the very beginning of the program or it might be that you all have a love of a particular sport or a particular dish or that that thing that um food perhaps that brings you all together so i think it's yeah it's that connection that we have with each other um and and celebrating that through whatever that is whatever that um activity is um, yeah, so that I guess that's my definition, but I'm sure other people have different definitions. What are, what are your definitions? I mean, I'd say kind of, I mean, we talked about this before the show and we had like three different, different, different definitions on Google. We had one biology with bacteria <laughs> <laughs> and like um, other things. But I personally think it's to do, I guess, ethnicities, like different ethnicities and different cultures mm. and um like religious I guess beliefs or just beliefs in general because I guess everyone's cultural in their own way everyone has their differences Mm -hmm. so like um you know we have different people who are like um, Muslim you know people who are like Christian or like they're from different places like Ireland like Olivia or like um like different places like Italy so I guess that's how I'd define it but I guess there's not really a set definition because everyone has their own interpretation of that word if you get what I mean so I guess it's not really set I don't think we can really put a set definition on that word if I'm being honest what about you Naya? Um, I'd agree with what you said but I think I think that's probably the cool thing about like exploring culture because it just like opens all these windows for people to like really think about themselves and like what makes them them Mm. and also like what they enjoy about why like why you're friends with people sometimes is to is to do with like this cultural thing that you share an interest in like Mm. if you both like the same type of music or the same food or enjoy I don't know everything that we experience in the day-to-day is cultural in a sense and it builds Mm. up a part of ourselves so Mm. I guess it's just like your identity in a way going back to what you two said Juari and I about that thing that's happening in on the 15th um in Leeds Playhouse can people join that now? And if so, like, what is it about and what will you guys be doing, like, performing at that day? Um, there is, there will be, um, like, room for performance. And um, I think it's at the end of the day and um, it will be for the, um, uh, like, poetry that's produced in the workshop. And I think you can still join. 
Yeah, there's like a sign up link online. It's all through online signing up. But yeah, there's like, as we said, like tote bag printing, um, a poetry workshop um, and some like performances as well, like some spoken word stuff, mm. all kind of like, um, yeah, it'll be really cool. And it's free. <laughs> Sorted. And it's going to be um, throughout the whole day as well on Friday the 15th. Yeah, it would just be like a nice chance to like, just like see what other people are up to and kind of like share that experience with people. Mm. What are you all going to be doing throughout the day then? Just like helping around? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I want to do, th- I want to do the activities. Like I want a tote bag. <laughs> so that's probably like my priority activity for the day. I'll probably, cool. I'll probably be recording some Vox Pops with whoever is part of that. Yeah. So to this is to Naya and Laura and I think Jerry, you're performing at least 2023 20, on Tuesday, is that correct? Or am I completely well, confused? <laughs> um, they are doing something here, but I'm not sure if I'll be like able okay. to be here for that. I'm okay, gonna... I thought you were performing. I'm completely off. So <laughs> what were what Laura and Naya, what are you guys gonna be doing then on Tuesday at Leeds 2023? Um road show event. Oh road show event. Oh the road show event. Yeah. What will you guys be doing at that? <laughs> um so I'm actually not a part of this road show event. Oh okay. So I don't know if Laura could say something yeah so I, I can explain a little bit about what uh, the roadshow will be um we are actually going a- around all of the 33 wards across leeds um and putting on little events we're calling them a roadshow event um and it's a chance for the local community to hear about leeds 2023 um get to speak to, the, to some of the team and ask questions um and yeah for, for us just to share a little bit about who we are and what we plan to do in the next year and how you can get involved so that's what's happening on Tuesday, I think, at Chapel FM. Um, not sure about the times, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's probably an evening event. Oh, cool. That's really great. Thank you. Um, so I think we're going to have a song now. Um, this is 18 and Over by the Near Archives.
and we're back in. That was 18 and over by Nia Archives. Archives? Archives? Archives. Archives. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Naya, why did you pick that song? Um, Well, first of all, I've been really enjoying her music. It's Mm. like new generation of jungle, which is really cool. And she's like a young black girl. She's from Leeds. Like she was born in Bradford, like spent a lot of time in Leeds. And so like when she talks about her music, she always talks about like the West Indian Centre down the road and like all these cultural influences that have like had an impact on her music. So I thought it was quite fitting. Mm. And also that song, it samples this old reggae song um, called Young Lover by Coco T. Um, so that's like a pull on like her cultural yeah. like um, knowledge as well. So I thought that was cool. And speaking about the cultural thing that we were on about in before that song came on, I was wanting to know, do you have any like cultural traditions in like your kind of culture or where you're from? Um, that's a good question. Well, so my mum is Jamaican mm-hmm. and I think just a big thing is, well, I think in every culture really like food is such a big thing. Yes. So like every kind of, every family family gathering, like every birthday, Christmas, like literally any event where there's like people about, like we mm. always have food there, yeah. like music again. Like, I don't know if I'd really call these traditions, but it's just like something that we enjoy Mm. as a family like as a culture like music's always been a big thing food's been a big thing so that's cool i've i'm i'm part italian and italians tend to have their like weird superstitions that are kind of mostly co- religious because they're very, it's a very catholic country mm. um like there's some that's like never seat 13 people at a dinner table because 13 people were at the last supper never it's turn a, paranoid. yeah <laughs> <laughs> never let's count how many people are in this room <laughs> um, <Nobody eat. laughs> never turn a loaf of bread upside down because that's couldn't that's Mm. it's a, a symbol of life which i guess is like jesus the bread for the body and the red yeah. rind for the like the blood and there's one that's really caught my eye single people avoid brooms if you're single and you see someone sweeping the floor make a run for it mm. if someone brushes over your feet by accident then you're destined to be single for the rest of your life wow. <laughs> i brush over people's feet at work every day <laughs> i like work in a chinese restaurant like <laughs> so if you're single if you see your mum sweeping, just run, <laughs> leave, <laughs> leave. And we're kind of on cultural thing, singing or whatever. Me and Caitlin are going to have a discussion about something that's happened recently yeah. to a singer that we both love yes. and we both are obsessed with that I said at the start of the show called Mitski. Yeah. So do you want to say any more about like her? Oh, uh, well, Mitski, she's an artist. She's te- she's get- she's getting big now due to the thing that happened at the Harry Styles concert. It mm. is all over social media. You could just simply search Mitski Harry Styles concert and you would get like people saying she was traumatizing yeah and it was not really traumatizing it was sort of a form of art that she pursued through her music and obviously most people don't understand that and it was just seen blatantly rude horrible she was slandered all over line and it was completely disgusting to see can i I ask a question yeah yeah could you like describe like what was so weird about her performance? So she she does her own kind of when she sings and does her concerts or whatever. She does a dance yeah, like she, she has, has her own, own she, she has her own yeah she has her own <laughs> choreography and she did some choreography which I guess isn't the norm okay. to some seemed to most like, people. Right. Sexual. Yeah, seem uh, kind of people would call it kind of sexual. But like the thing is, then they'd be saying like, "Oh, I was really uncomfortable with the performance." But then Harry Styles literally did the same thing, and everyone's like, "Oh my oh, god, so he's cute, so, so cute, he's so he's so brave." So basically, if y'all don't know, Mitz 
Harry Styles had a concert and Mitski was one of the supporting acts for the show, to start mm-hmm. the show. And basically, she was singing or whatever. No one sang along to her songs and gave her, like, round of, like, literally, no one sang along Nothing. with her songs. It no one dead. gave her hype. The only song they did sing along to was Nobody. Which and is the, quite viral on TikTok. Which, is li- which has gone viral on TikTok. And it's literally, the only line they sang along to was Nobody. Literally, <laughs> didn't literally know the only thing <laughs> that said the whole thing. And, like, I saw one TikTok that came on my For You page. On, and it's like, and it said like, oh, did anyone else? Did anyone else find Mitski's performance really traumatizing? Like, I literally, I only was there to see Harry Styles, and I'm That's like, so weird. if you're there for a concert, you have to at least support the supporting acts. That's why yeah. they're called supporting acts to like get themselves more famous than they are, not get put down slandered online it's not that's not what they're there for they're there to just exactly support the artist and obviously harry styles is quite big obviously after one direction broke up he got most of the hype from the fans Mm. and like mitski was a supporting act she was there to support harry not for people to say online that her dance was traumatizing when it wasn't yeah it it's like it's very just sexism because she would she's a female and obviously she's doing very sexual movements with like yeah. a microphone or her hands but if you look online or like past concerts harry's done it's the exact same thing same hand movements, same everything but you can see everyone hyping up and it's just it's not fair on mitski because she was a support act mm. so she's not getting as much recognition as what harry did because it was his concert quotations in that yeah, his no. concert but she was still there and she should have got all the support and she even online she didn't say anything about it she was like i'm so grateful for harry's team and everything it was a great experience i would totally do it again even though she was completely slandered online for it and it was disgusting to watch yeah because like she with the choreography she puts feelings into her dances she puts her own feelings yeah. towards the song or her own personal feelings into the dances so then if you did that and then someone to tell you oh that was that was really bad or that traumatized me you you wouldn't feel like you wouldn't feel happy because that's your own experiences and your own trauma putting into something art but then some people that don't see it every day and don't consider it the norm then be like oh that's no you shouldn't be doing that that's really yeah, wrong it's like exactly it really made me angry to be honest like yeah, kinda, angry mm. as a fan it's it makes you angry don't it, it makes you want yeah. to just, like defend them at all costs that's kind of mm. what a fan is and yeah. you absolute valid points <laughs> absolutely valid it, it's just it's not it's not fair is it it's not fair to see someone you love so much get absolutely hated online mm. because of a dance which they convey through their music because sometimes just singing the song doesn't show the actual emotions of it mm. it just shows the song so sometimes choreography can help pass a message on through a song yeah most of the time i mean like you you've never heard of her so like so like what do you think about the situation um i'm like not surprised by what you've been saying like Mm. i haven't seen the performance and i hadn't heard anything about it until this point but i think that there's like a common theme of women like being slandered like if you're saying like harry was literally doing the exact same moves as her but he is like in this angelic light and she is like the bad person here then it quite clearly like a lot of double standards going on in the media and like how people just view women which is like sad especially when you think like where like harry styles has come from Mm. as like in a boy band who's like audience like used to be i don't know if it is now but it used to be like young girls like if people are slandering women performing on stage like it's not really setting a good example no, definitely for not. like women in the industry, is it? Yeah, Jerry, what do you think? Uh, wait, is the microphone up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> nice one. Um, I think, yeah, I have to agree with everything that's been said here. 
and I've not seen the performance. I know who she is, but I've not heard of any of the songs. And mm. yeah, I have to agree. I mean, if like more female, like if more females want to like be in the music industry, then like the way that she was treated like isn't setting a good example for them because it's gonna kind of like stop um people from wanting to be themselves. Yeah. yeah, and the thing that really kind of angered me the most is like most of the people that said that were women. Yeah, so really? literally, yeah. it was literally it was like, what's with women on women like support? Yeah. Like, exactly. like, like your own, you're like a woman's there, and then you're a woman. You'll be like, oh, yeah. sh-. but then Harry Styles is the same thing, and he's like, but you it's get because he's a man, and exactly. Harry Styles, and everyone likes him, so he just gets that support regardless of what he does. Exactly. But Miss Key's obviously a smaller artist than him, and it's it was crazy to see all the women slandering her online. Yeah. Absolutely insane. It's like, what happened to girls supporting girls? Exactly. What happened? I don't think I saw. I, I don't think. I mean, I don't know if I like. I didn't really dig too far deep into it, but like, I didn't really see like a man. No, I didn't see. A single I didn't, man see, I didn't see a single single man saying something like, "Oh, I didn't like her performance." It was all yeah. women saying that. Oh, I was only there for Harry Styles. I didn't like her performance. She was too sexual. She was too traumatizing. Yeah. Like, what? Do you oh think that God. is because people were like just like so in awe of Harry that mm. they like didn't even want to give Mitski like the time of day? Like that's what angered I them. Or... That some Harry Styles fans are like that as well with Harry Styles. Like you know how he's wearing skirts and dresses and yeah, that. Some Harry Styles. That. That, that, some Harry Styles fans are saying, "Oh, he's so brave for changing the gender norms." What about Freddie Mercury and Queen yeah. back then? Exactly. They like, did all that. Like they did all that True. just for what some geezer from one <laughs> <from laughs> <from laughs> direction yeah i love i love harry i like i have some of his songs on my playlist but yeah. what what happened with mitz i mean it's not harry's fault it's that, not yeah. the fans it's, fault. it's the fans fault i no, like harry, harry yeah harry, harry should have addressed it then like whose role is it to address things like that i think it is um probably like the i think it should have been harry's role to address it and maybe um kind of just sort the situation out a little bit and yeah. I liked him better when he was in One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be serious. I'm actually serious when I said that, like, he should have kind of done something. And um, if she does, if Mitski doesn't feel comfortable saying something about it, then that's okay. But I feel like it's kind of understandable if she doesn't want to say something. Mm. Well, Peter's gone on the mic. No, I just wanted to know, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by this discussion. Who's Peter? <laughs> Who's Peter? Uh, writing director. That's fine. It'll do me. So, <laughs> I, did, did, I missed some. Did I miss something? But what did Harry Styles? Did he come out in support of Mitski? He he. You know how like in concerts, the main person who's singing gets supporting acts to like start off the show. He yeah. picked Mitski to be one of his supporting acts, and then she got massive hit for then being. But after all this, this heat she got in social media. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. he come out in support of her? No, I don't no. think so. Um, Not that I've seen. I, like you, you were trying to find something on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I was looking on Twitter. I think I heard of him saying something like she was great, but yeah. not addressing the actual situation. Which I think he should have done because yeah. this was this, this was like it, it was, was his fans. It was his fans, and it was like yeah. more than like a week ago. It was more than like two weeks ago that it happened. So like yeah. I think by then it should have been like addressed, being like, look, what happened with Mitski shouldn't have ha- actually happened, but he hasn't, which is a bit controversial but like yeah. he really doesn't want to face the heat because it is his fans so he's not really taking accountability yeah. for that yeah he should yeah. at least say like guys this isn't right like yeah. she was a great he doesn't act. even have to like he doesn't have to be like oh you guys are the worst fans da, da, da. like yeah, no, he he just just has, it. it would maybe be nice to like acknowledge like 
Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Well, I think Mitski's great. I do actually have. I have actually heard of her. And I have really? Heard. Yeah, because my son Oh, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we absolutely love her. We absolutely love her. And now, the next song is Have a Guest by Mitski. <laughs> oh, wow. um, and not? it's one of her, like, most, um, famous, famous songs because it's been mostly heard on, like, TikTok yeah. and all that. And this is Nobody by Mitski. My God, I'm so lonely, so I open the window to hear sounds of people, to hear sounds of people. Venus, planet of love, was destroyed by global probably the last show before the six week holidays and obviously we are all well teenagers so we're all still in school well aside from Dwaria um, and we're going to be off school so what is everyone doing like during the six week holidays and everything um, so there are a couple of them like big things I feel like I should mention so next month is the uh, disability pride month that's a big one for me and um, uh, 
so you know how I am also from the show The Disabled Table, which is um, on East Leeds FM, first Friday of every month, and we'll be in the... Me and uh, my friend Harry, who also does the show with me, will um, be taking... Well, along with a few of us from here, we'll be taking a trip to um, the People's History Museum for um, an exhibition. Um, I can't remember the name again. Uh, please help. Nothing, nothing about us without us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it's called. So, we're doing, so we um, might like create something from there. And um, so I'll be doing like, a few other stuff here in the half term as well. And I also feel like I should mention that I turn 18 in two weeks as well. Woo! Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Digwaria. Happy birthday to you. Woo! It's a bit two weeks early, but it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, so in... August, I'm going to Croatia for two weeks to meet my family because I'm, <laughs> I'm from, um, my grandparents are from Croatia and my sister's from Slovenia, but she's driving over to see us. And there's, in our school, in um, my school that I go to, there's this house thing that we do to get points and whoever, the house who wins goes to Alton Towers. Do you go to Hogwarts? Yeah. <laughs> do you go to Hogwarts by any chance? <laughs> So I'm so my house is in second at the moment, but we've had sports day, and a rumor has it the year sevens won our sports day. So there's a possibility that I could be going to Alton Towers, but we'll just have to see. What about you guys? What y'all doing? Uh, well, I'm doing a lot in the six weeks holidays. I don't particularly know what I'm doing, but it's probably gonna be good. I guess same as Alex, but also not obviously because our plans will no way be like related to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Henry, Henry. hi Henry. There's there's the home from home project. Come on down. I forgot about that. What's happening on the 22nd of July? On the 22nd of July, there's going to be like a big sharing um, on the theme of home from home. So um, the Next Gen uh, group have been putting together a lot of like performances um, to music and poetry on the theme of home from home. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to be doing... Maybe perhaps a bit of sleeping. I know, I know I'm going to the caravan at some point. Uh, maybe some more sleeping. Dying maybe go- Yes, maybe going out with friends if the weather's nice and I can be bothered to go outside for once in my <laughs> Instead life. Of sleeping. Instead of sleeping and some more sleeping. <laughs> what year will y'all guys be in after the six week holidays? I'll be in, I'll start, I'll be in year nine. So I'm going to have wow. to pick my GCSE options. Oh, you've got it. It's fine. Am I the, I'm the youngest in the room, aren't I? Yeah, nine. Is the oh. worst year you can no, ever. No, don't, don't, don't tell them year that. Year eleven is. Year eleven is. Oh okay. yeah. All the, well, I can't really say that because COVID interrupted mine. But yeah. yeah. I, I was about to come to our full support, but now I'm sad that I'm going to be in year eleven. <laughs> oh I'm the God. youngest in the room. This me is... and Ka- me and Caitlin are going to be in year. 10. Yeah, I'm going to be a tens. What about you, Saren? I'm year ten too. First year to see you. I feel like a toddler. Like I'm just a here. <laughs> just like, I'm like a to- I'm like a toddler. No, I'm just here like. Don't start like year nine is actually quite good, but make sure you get your head down and start properly going hard on your work okay. because you will then year 10 will be a lot more easier that's what my teachers have told me and i'm doing it 
Fair enough. Picking GCSE options, it may seem like scary, one of the biggest decisions of your life, but in reality, if you do what you want and you know where you want to go, then it should be like a breeze. Thank you. I've got that in my head. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. I'm going to be coming to February and be like, this is what someone in Chapel FM told me. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. <laughs> so, unfortunately, that is the end of the show. Hey, what's Seren doing over there? Oh, Seren! <laughs> Seren! I'm so sorry, Seren. What are you doing? Um, hardly anything, to be honest. Writing poetry. Writing poetry. Yeah, writing yeah. when I have finally have time. Probably just going through my 2B red pile because it's gaining and gaining. Oh, Does anyone ha- have anyone else not said anything before I close up the show? I said something. Is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex introducing right. the song? Yes. Right, Alex, um, go for it. So basically, um, tomorrow I'm off to see Paul on my face with my Ooh. lovely papa or father. Papa. Papa. <laughs> yes, papa. <laughs> he forces me to call him that. Papa. Um, and <laughs> so this next song is, well, the last song is a song from Paloma Faith, which is Make Your Own Kanga Music. Bye. 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 Gonna be no